Hey guys, this is Brienne. And this is Catherine. And we're best friends. Who happen to be Shit's Creek lovers. So, we decided to start a podcast where we can talk about the show, what we love about it, spread some positivity and laughter, and even bring in some like-minded friends along the way. Join us every week for Ew, David! A Shit's Creek Giggle Fest, an episode-by-episode podcast all about Shit's Creek and how hilarious we think it is. We love this journey for us, and we hope you love it too. Okay, guys, so um, episode one is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be structured differently than the rest, only because uh, we had decided to record um, our play-by-play for this episode before we had really planned out our structure or how we were going to do everything. But we didn't want to lose all the organic banter and the fun that we had. So we're piecing together this episode a little bit differently, but starting with episode two, everything's going to be structured how we kind of planned it out. So we just wanted to let you guys know. Um, so yeah, there's that. So here are the opening credits for our cup runneth over. I'd like to apologize if I mess up any of these names. This first episode was created by Daniel and Eugene Levy. It was directed by Jerry Sicariti, written by Dan and Eugene Levy, Chris Posebon, Michael Grassi, Amanda Walsh, and Colin Friesen. There were 12 people in the cast of this episode, a crew of 160, and it first aired on February 11th, 2015. Synopsis. Should I just read that? Yeah, let's read the synopsis. Okay. After their business manager loots their family fortune, the Rose family relocates to the town of Schitt's Creek, which they once bought as a joke. How much Ooh. is a whole town as Probably a joke? Very expensive, but when you're a billionaire, it doesn't I matter. suppose when you have that much money, that's crazy. Okay. It's a small town, though. That's I, fair, but it's a whole town. <laughs> There's that's much that's there, a plot though, of land. There's people there, though. That's okay. a lot still. And do you have enough money to buy a whole town? I do not. So there. I don't even have enough to buy a whole house. So there we go. <laughs> um, okay, so let's we go scene by scene, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. it opens up with their pretty-ass mansion. Yeah. Right. Right. Like a stock photo mansion. mansion. with a big pool tennis court whatever um and then their nice worker lady is what would you call her i don't want to say maid i thought she was a maid though is that like doesn't she have a duster in her hand is that what that is (laughs) I never. I was. I was focusing on her wardrobe, like the like the button down and the tie and the yeah. It wasn't a maid outfit. When you say maid outfit, I think of like the Halloween maid outfit. Different. Yeah, but that's not what people actually. Okay. Okay. Anyway. We're gonna move on. (laughs) I don't know what I'd call her, Um, but she opens the door and it's these revenue people, which is. After they say immigration, which is hilarious. <laughs> immigration? She's so scared. And then she does not care when she hears it's revenue. No, and then she's like, oh, okay, they're here for you guys. <laughs> it's not for me. Um, and then the roses enter, and the first thing you hear is a scream. The most high-pitched scream I've ever heard in my life. Oh, but it's so funny, because it just shows, like, the immediate, like, that's drama that, yeah <laughs> the immediate the drama, drama she brings i've been gutted <laughs> that's just like 
I think I want to say that every time something bad happens. I've been, been gutted. <laughs> um, but she comes, and then Johnny is just walking around, huffing and puffing. Trying to gather what they can. And right. 15 minutes before yep. they have to get out. And then uh, out comes Alexis in her pink dress. Yes, with her little All fancy. Talking to her boyfriend in the club. In the club? Can you just step out of the club for a second? I was like, wow, what kind of boyfriend? The worst. <laughs> Does not the care worst. that all your stuff is getting taken. Yeah. And then David. David. Oh, David. He's not even trying to gather things. He's just so upset by the situation. He's waving jewels in their in faces. In their face. He's following them around with all... He doesn't even have anything for himself. He, has, he took nothing with him. He was just like, what? He's trying to control everything. Why are you doing this? Yeah. It's so oh, great. <clears throat> um, and so it's like moving through all of this chaos and then it, boom, 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 right into them on that little sofa. With their lawyer. With their lawyer and then the big family portrait behind them. Yes super super tall it's ridiculous it's so large. funny because when you it's the whole wall it's the, the entire thing when you look did you see in the image when they were sitting on the sofa mm-hmm. all of their legs were crossed in the same direction i did not notice that. i don't know if it's important or not it's probably not <laughs> probably not but all of their legs were crossed in the same direction and they were all like if you look every single one of them is just defeated and then behind yeah. them is their family portrait of them all like and like elegant and it's just a really cute image they're better days apparently and they're better days they're not there anymore (laughs) not anymore nope as of 20 minutes ago yep so eli they're oh business manager is he a lawyer business manager so he's telling them they've lost everything the business manager is the one that took everything eli eli is the one who took it now there was a lawyer oh then there's so eli's not who they're talking to no. The lawyers who they're talking to. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's so direct with them. He really is. Does not and care. And they're still trying to process the whole situation that it's right. not helping things. I think it's just so Because he's, like, done with them. Because Moira was like, you mean the kids? And he's just like, immediately, no. no That's not. I mean, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the children yeah. are dependents. Are they dependents still, though? I don't think so. Are they're they too old like, to be, right? 20s or something? At least. Mid to late 20s? They're old. They're too old to yeah. be dependents, technically. Right. But either way, that was just telling mm-hmm. Warrior to shut shut up. Yeah, he was done with that. Shut up. Um, and she just had nothing to say to it either. She's like, okay, fine. Fine, I'll just <laughs> shut down. Yeah. Um, then they ask for, like, a penthouse. Like, they just are right. not they getting. They don't understand. They don't understand. And I love how they're bickering about, like, the stupidest little detail while he's telling them their yes. world falls apart, but here's your saving grace. Right. And they just bicker. Why didn't you just print a paper instead right. of buying it? Like, as, that's dumb. As if saving the money then would have kept the money now. <laughs> yeah. They would have lost it. No, you guys, calm down. Yeah, it was <laughs> that's so- why he's like, no, no, to his his benefit yeah this is where you're gonna live now yeah, um they just don't yeah they haven't grasped that no yet, but, but as soon as he says homelessness as, homelessness yes. is still on the table that's when they're like oh okay, okay. we're going <laughs> i guess we'll look at this Creek. then yep and mm. then we slow fade into the Rose Motel. Slow fade. Yes, we do. And, and they're getting off the bus yeah. with all of their suitcases. Poor oh David is trying gosh. to take them off the bus. Him and Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. While they're the b- ladies just stand around. Alexis is Alexis on the phone. Her boyfriend still. Again. <laughs> still. She's been and on I the wonder, phone this whole time. But I'm wondering like, if it's, a, it's the same day. Or like, how much time has passed. Mm. I mean... 
It doesn't really explain it, does it? It doesn't. I mean, either way, either way, they're probably in the same outfits because, like, they've been... They had 15 minutes to get That's out. That's true. You I know? didn't even notice that they're in the same outfits. I didn't, I didn't either. But, like, they look haggard and very, very, like... They're run down. They are. <laughs> they're they ready. Are. They're so done. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so they're just like trying to get everything out. You can tell they're so tired. And then you look over and you see this weird guy yes. standing against a truck. Just staring at the scene that's with, unfolding in front of with him. With his fake paunch. We won't touch the fake paunch, but, but it's, it's a fake it's paunch. Fake. That's all we need to but say. But whatever. But he's standing there and you just don't know. Like he looks awkward, but he's trying to be intimidating. It does not work. It does. No. It doesn't. I mean, it's played by Chris <clears throat> Elliott, right? Yeah. He's not the most intimidating no. looking man. <laughs> In general, you just don't look intimidating. He doesn't. But maybe that was the, that's the point of Roland. Like he tries to be, but he's just he's not. No. He's for sure not. So he comes over. I love Moira's face looking at him. Like he's some peasant talking yeah, to her, and she's, she's not like, ready for these kind of people in her life. She's not having it. She's like, how do I? I can't even yeah. <laughs> right now. And Roland doesn't even, like... He doesn't acknowledge no. her at all. Right. He just goes straight for Johnny. And doesn't even let Johnny introduce himself. No. He just whisks him away. No. To let the ladies finish getting the bag right. off. Right. Which is not going to happen. No, of course not. Uh, and Moira doesn't even listen. She's like, you guys, stay... I'm. You stay. Right. <laughs> Watch the bags. Right. <laughs> She's so funny. He's just trying to flaunt his power. So they go in and we meet Stevie. Stevie, I love her. Yes. From the get, she is just so confused by these people. She is, but like in an entertained kind of way, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yes, because she finds them like they're new. They're new. They're amusing. Yeah. They're hilarious to her. It's something different from her boring right. small town routine. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like how, have fun many, with it. how many guests does she get really? Do we ever? Do we ever? Do we ever see? So like episode? more than anything, she's like people <laughs> that I have to take care of yeah um I think the funniest part about that too is like they're arguing about like who's getting the room and when just give me a room give me the key and where was like I just want a key to a room with a bathtub and a long extension cord <laughs> she just wants to end it all already I was gonna say I was like are we using this extension cord with the bathtub <laughs> That is was this the all? Together, yes. she's so dramatic. It is just the funniest thing, yeah. and they don't even. They're like, okay, they keep going with the conversation. <laughs> like they're oh things. man! And then they go. Then they open the rooms. So different from their big mansion. Yeah. Right. And they only get the two rooms instead only of the three. Two. So yes, two. Fully grown siblings and Alexis and David have to share a tiny motel room. Can you imagine? I would be miserable. Miserable. I mean, I love my brother, but no. I can't even <laughs> fathom. But, like, I, like, I shared when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're little, it's okay. Like, it's, like, it's I never easier. I shared, so I wouldn't know. I shared. I don't share well, though. But I don't share well now. But, like, having to go, like, going through your whole life not sharing. Right. And then all of a sudden you're sharing, like, nothing, though. Like, yeah. there's nothing to share. They're just, just forced in there. Room, That's crazy. Bathroom. And you know what? And it shows because Alexis, Alexis doesn't care yet. No. <laughs> She's not even there yet. But David is, like, on the verge. He's having He's a very hard time. He's having with it. a meltdown. 
down. Like when he walks into the bathroom and he's just like, he has no he, words. He can't he's even. Just looking, like, he what doesn't. is happening to my life? And all he wants is a towel. <laughs> That's it. All he wants is a towel. So he goes to find Stevie. Yeah. And I think the funny part about Stevie or that moment was like, I think Stevie was willing to like, she was ready to like be nice and see mm-hmm. what was happening. But I think David's immediate snarkiness was what made her go. <laughs> Yes. (laughs) We're not going to be like this. (laughs) She was ready to be polite, and then he messed it up. Yeah, because he started off pretty normal just asking for the towel, right? Um, No. He asked for the... Oh, it was a towel. a business center, but he said some judgy comment about the motel first. Yeah, it was something like judging on the... On the the look look of of our... Yeah, something something like that. And so she was like, okay, well... That was her time to step in and be like, well, my snarkiness is about to come out, too. (laughs) And that's what I appreciate about her. Like, she's just... Her. She's her. She's funny. She's going to be true to herself. Um, That happens. Okay. And then so David goes back into his room. Right. This happens to be my favorite scene. David goes back into the room, and that's when Alexis drops the news that she is going to go live with Stavros, her boyfriend, who she's been uh, on the phone with this whole time. Three months. Her boyfriend of three months. Of three months. And I think that this was the scene when I knew that this is a show that I wanted to watch. This <laughs> this moment where David just like, what sociopath leaves her family in some vomit-soaked dump <laughs> to gallivant <laughs> around the world with a shipping <laughs> The way he's, like, moving his body and, like, dipping down. <laughs> it's so dramatic. It's and so much. the fact he wouldn't even sit on the bed right? when this whole conversation is happening because he was grossed yes, out by he it. he was so done with it. That she's only a boyfriend she's only known for three months. Um, David, it'll be four months next month. That moment, <laughs> that interaction is when I knew. Yeah. This is it's gold. gold. <laughs> it's so funny. It's gold. So yeah, gold. I love you that kind show. Kind of understand why. So yeah, Alexis isn't freaking out about right. things when the rest of the family right. is falling apart. <laughs> They're losing it, and she's like, so then she starts going around like, "This is cute. This is this is sweet." Yeah, trying to make best Mm-mm. of everything. Like Mm-mm. it's going to be a good situation, right? And they're just appalled at her because normal Alexis. Probably would never find no. this cute, right? Not at all. Um, so they drop the bomb. Oh, okay. But, oh, okay. you go. No, I was you say, go. Meanwhile, while mm-hmm. this is happening, Roland is still here. You're right. In Moira and Johnny's room. <laughs> You're right. He just welcomed himself <laughs> in and sits oh. down, and he's watching the cat yep. or the TV. Yep. Oh my gosh. And then, but the worst, like, he has no clue that they want him to leave. Like, even though they're yeah. like, okay, thank you. Johnny like, has done his best to, like, give the social cue, like, please right. leave. We're going through a lot. And he just misses every Everything. cue and sits down. Right. Then you think he's finally going to leave, nope. and he decides to go to the bathroom first. Oh. And it's not, he's not even ashamed to ask. Not at all. To use their facility. Right. He's, like, ready to drop a bomb in there. Yeah. Without a care. Oh, God. (laughs) And they, like, what do you do? What do you do? It'd be like, no, no. go take one outside. Like, ew, you can't say no. Like, you have to let them. And that's, and so then that's when, right, Alexis and David walk 
into their parents' room and ask where the where strange man is. Strange man. They don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah. He's in the restroom and then he comes out, leaves the door wide, wide open, open, and then explains that the window won't oh. open and he's just letting it all out. Oh. And I, the best is when he walks by, you see both Alexis and David and they're just like, and they just faces, faces are just horrified. They're so horrified. grossed out. Yep. And then he sits. He sits back, back down. down. He sits he's back down. Leave. No. To he which does. Moira is just not having it. She no. looks at Johnny and it's nope. fully like, get yep. him out. Get him out. And of course, Johnny has to do it. So Johnny, in his desperation, <laughs> just goes from zero to a hundred. Real quick. Really, really quick. Right. <laughs> really quick and everyone just like <gasps> shuts up for a second yeah. and Moira was like yep he said it and she like <laughs> doesn't care she does not care she's she proud doesn't. of him and the kids think it's hilarious and Roland is so offended he's so as offended. if he has done something terribly wrong to him as as if he hadn't done anything wrong in this whole situation right. Roland <laughs> yeah Find some self-awareness. Right. Get out. He does leave after he, like, gets in Johnny's face and is like, I'll just, I'll just leave then. Right. Um, so he leaves and Moira's like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Brings you those blinds down. Yep. She sure does. As yep. soon as the door shut, she closes that blind. She was done. Window. They needed like, their time. Don't even peek back in here. No, we're done with you. They Roland. were like, we need to chill for a second. <laughs> and then we see cute little little snippets of the town, the outside of the cafe. There's like a brick wall with one bike in front of it. Yeah. Really, really bare town, obviously. Yep. Quaint little Very town. quaint, so they say. So then that's when we get to the cafe. Ah, oh, yup. And we meet one of my favorite characters for sure. Oh, this love. Well, okay. Before we even meet her, though, we have to talk about how Alexis drops the bomb on the parents on Johnny That's and Moira true. that she is gonna go with Stavros, and <laughs> Moira just immediately like, well, no, that is not gonna happen. And she's telling her that she's a duplicitous. <laughs> As the waitress comes to the table, and this should have been our first clue about Sweet Twilight, because right. she does not even flinch not at what she has just overheard. <laughs> but I guess, like, I wonder if that's, like, things that, like, all waiters and waitresses, like, you have to walk into weird conversations, that's right? That's probably true, and that's you just don't want to super- intrude, so you just right. pretend you didn't right. hear it. I don't but know. But she did call her a duplicitous whore. That seems extra. Like, I don't I don't see you walking into a lot of those no. conversations. And that was a lot for what Alexis was telling me. <laughs> right. So like, she was like, hey, guys, I'm finally getting out. Well, right. Only after one day. Right. But. Um, so, yeah, so then Twyla no, comes in. Adults. <laughs> Twyla comes right. in, unfazed. So right. cute, so funny. Everything is super crappy. She's really trying to connect. She is. She's she really trying. She this story about, like, her cousin or something. <laughs> I don't remember who it is. <laughs> it was. Wasn't it, like, her second cousin from Elmdale? Cousin, yeah. yeah. Who has recently been thrown in prison. 
But he's learning Spanish, y'all. It's okay. He has learned no mas le duele. Oh my god. Which is just atrocious pronunciation, first of all. Right. I was gonna ask. I was like, you're fluent. Is it, that right? I mean, it's technically correct. Okay. But it doesn't sound like you would say. It, it does. That's not. But you know, she does have the translation right, right and everything. Right. And stop. It hurts. But I think the funniest part about that is that she's so innocent and. She has no idea what that would even pertain to. No. <laughs> she has no idea why that's She's funny just... about her cousin being in prison <laughs> right. and learning how to say that. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't, she's she doesn't just trying it. to connect. She's just yeah. really trying. And the roses graciously listen to her story, but they're right. kind of like, um, not the same, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's not helping. It's just not the right moment. No. And it's funny because that brings us to one of... I love it when Johnny has those stares when he oh. just doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. He just stares off he into stares nowhere. Distance. Sometimes his eyebrows go up, and he'll like do like a long blink because he's like trying to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> he's in disbelief. Yeah, but Twyla, Twyla gave him his first, first Johnny stare. <laughs> his first Johnny stare. And the cool part about this is that they're family in, in real, real life. life Yes. In real life, real their life. family, Twyla, is actually Eugene Levy's daughter. Right. Um, and David is his son in real as life. As well, Daniel yes. Levy. Family affair. They all love each other, and I love right. it. Um, and I know that Catherine mm-hmm. O'Hara is not technically related. But no. But she and Eugene have worked together so many times. So many times. They've done a few they're, movies they're together. Dynamic. Yep. They also did Second City Improv together. Um, that's where they started, really, and they've just known each other ever since. And I, I, I know too that, um, in an interview with with Dan and Eugene, they were they were talking about Catherine O'Hara, mm-hmm. saying that they knew that Moira was gonna be like this dramatic actress. Like mm-hmm. they knew mm-hmm. the basics of the character, but they said that Catherine O'Hara really brought out that like extra Moira ism. <laughs> drama to yeah. everything which i absolutely sure love does. that's character development 101 everyone i'm a theater person so i'm gonna notice that but anyway um so yes so um family affair we're still at the cafe right yep. no mostly really and then she goes oh, okay and then they go back to alexis and they're like this is not gonna happen and david's right. like offended by everything and then they get into their little uh, many fight, fight <laughs> over these giant, giant menus, menus that like, unfold the trifold right. giant menus why, that literally cover the whole table when you open it. Why do these menus have to be that big? How do they have that many options at this small little cafe? I don't know. Do you think it's because like maybe it's the only restaurant, I, and so they have to it offer seems to be the only everything. restaurant in town, so, so they, they have to offer all types. Oh my of gosh! So it's this huge menu <laughs> that they're trying to both read, and they're having this little elbow fight. Johnny's over there trying to read the menu in his corner, noticing the brisket. Oh, hey, that's my dog. Roll up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. We're going to have to change that. Right. You cannot be here for this. <laughs> you can't sit with us, Lola. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, Johnny discovers the brisket. The brisket. And Moira makes another <laughs> comment, doesn't she? The most dramatic. She. What does she say? She says, 
uh, John, the world is falling apart around me and I'm dying inside yeah. with her sunglasses on and everything. everything. <laughs> and no one acknowledges her once again. No, they no. just move Johnny, on with what they're doing. Johnny acknowledges her. Does he? But he doesn't, he like... He doesn't respond. He doesn't... He goes, he goes, I'm not... What does he say? He goes, I'm not feeling so hot myself, Moira. Like, something so, like... Yeah, I heard you, but I don't care because I'm looking at this menu. Because <laughs> that's what he needs to focus on right. to get him through that right. moment. So there, they had their, you know, they're all freaking out in the cafe, right. trying to figure out what to do with their life. And then we cut again to the motel. So can we talk about this motel sign? Sure. Did you did you notice the motel sign? I'm not sure okay. like what, if I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so this motel sign, it goes right into it and it has like four things underneath. And the motel sign, it notes and says that they have refrigerated air push button phones wow t- no rotaries no t-v not tv t-v <laughs> and vacancy and i'm like how old is this sign that they had to point out that they had push button phones and weren't sure that TV was hyphenated. <laughs> right. I did not notice this sign. Though. Right. Or refrigerated, refrigerated air. air. Does that mean they have AC? I would assume that that's what that means. But I don't. Is that what they call it in Canada? Since it's a Canadian show. But it's supposed to be ambiguous in its location. I don't think. Yeah, I, is it a Canadian thing? Or is it like maybe this is just like. Is that what they that's used to old. call it? Do they used know. to call it refrigerated air? Apparently. We're going to have to look this up. No. Yeah. And, or, or not, because it's not that interesting. But no, I thought the sign, the sign was hilarious. I was like, how old is this place? I missed that. <laughs> so funny. That um, and so, so we're back at the motel, <clears throat> and they're walking, and they realize something, something major. Something is missing <laughs> as they walk up to their room. They're missing their doors. On both rooms. The actual door. <laughs> been removed from the hinge. And all of their eyes are just like, Wide and it's just this new sense of panic on top of everything that they've already been going through. Now they're missing doors. Now over. they have now no doors. In for the night. Immediately, Alexis is like, "What if they took our stuff?" And David, with his snarkiness, is like, "What stuff? What stuff?" <laughs> it reminds me of everything. We've lost everything, Alexis. You don't have anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and so then Johnny pissed obviously immediately as the savior father decides to go to the office to figure it out um and stevie Mm -hmm. is ready to be done with that responsibility if this is about the doors you need to go see roland she says like i have nothing to do with she pushed it right off she was like he lives there you go down the street and then you turn left he has this bumper sticker right which isn't it some crazy bumper bumper sticker a helen a naked Naked helen Helen mirren of all the I love that so much. I love Helen Mirren. And I was like, all right, that's a, just a random, right, right. random bumper sticker. But, but okay. Um, but she gave him up so quickly. She no didn't. qualms. She didn't no qualms deal whatsoever. With it. She didn't care. Um, yeah. So Johnny goes to find him. And meanwhile, Moira's freaking out while Johnny's gone because she had hidden her diamond oh earrings in a gosh. tissue box. She takes out every tissue every from tissue. this box. And again, we're with the high pitched, screaming. Right. The kids come in and They're she's like telling out. them to shoot <laughs> and help her look for these earrings. Yep. Her last 
connections yep. to her her life that she's or used like to. yes well and i i was looking at this I've, i think i've shared with you have i told you like my my thoughts on the spoon moments yes okay Explain so them okay them what a spoon moment is. okay so this this came about when i was in school it's a long story but i'm gonna try and shorten it up essentially a spoon moment is when you're having this day this week however long it's been and you like bad thing after crazy thing is happening and everything is just like filling you up and you're like trying to keep everything together and at bay and you're holding it all in and then all of a sudden you could drop a spoon on the floor and that forces you to lose it (laughs) that is the last straw that breaks your back and just makes you all out freak out so i definitely viewed moira losing her earrings as a spoon moment because she had been like even in her dramatic dramaticness even in her like dramatic moment at the cafe she was still like keeping it here and chill and like trying not to raise her voice holding it together held it together but then those earrings happened and she just lost it blood curdling scream yes Oh my god. The kids didn't know what to do. And then she held that light bulb. <laughs> she found a light bulb in the drawer at the hotel right. and looked at it. And like, it gave what her is this? But it gave her an idea. <laughs> she oh <laughs> she kept searching. <laughs> she did do oh that. Oh my noise god. So oh. funny. And so, so then we see Johnny yep. mm-hmm. talking to Roland. Yes. Yeah. And Roland has the most ridiculous explanation for why he took the doors off. It but before no he does sense. that, he even tries to hide from Johnny yeah. behind the truck. Like, Johnny's not going to find him. As if him. he doesn't know. But oh, then my gosh. He, what does he say? When he was little, <clears throat> his dad used to take the doors off his, his, off his room. room and say privacy is earned. Which, or, like, if you do a bad thing. Yeah, that it can be taken away. Yeah, and so Johnny did a bad thing. <laughs> So he lost the doors. He lost his privacy. Why he took David and Alexis's door too? I don't know because they did nothing to this man. They're connected. They're all the road. It's all the same. But yeah, who knows? That was just such an it's immature response, though. Right, because Roland. then when he demands an apology, and all Johnny does is explain that he was tired and then they needed some right. family time. Roland takes that as an apology. Even though Johnny's like, well, it wasn't. That's, it wasn't. wasn't that. That's right. not quite what happened. But Roland chooses to take right. that as an apology. Right. Anyway. Because he's choosing to keep his pride and be like, you're right. I taught you a lesson. You can have your doors back. Right. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. That's ob- so, He was just, that's how he was taught. That's, that's he's just awkward. That gives you some insight. That's, that's the Roland. life that he's lived. Yeah. <laughs> And then we go back to the motel, mm-hmm. and Moira still freaking out, searching for the earrings, <laughs> looking in her bed, <laughs> looking everywhere, looking everywhere. She sees Stevie walk by, and instead of opening the door, well, and, there is no door. Well, you're right, there is no <laughs> door. But instead of walking through the door and just saying, "Hey, excuse me," right. she goes to the window and pounds <laughs> on it. <laughs> Just stop her. Oh! <laughs> Doesn't say anything. <laughs> She's so funny. So she comes in. She comes in, yeah. And Moira, like, tries to politely, okay. politely accuse her. Of stealing, <laughs> stealing the earrings. By, like, saying, like, if someone were to give them back, I wouldn't. After right. she asked about the hobos, right? Right. <laughs> she... 
I was about the hobos and the, the crackheads or whatever. Yes. And then reminds Stevie that she was the only, only one, one there that day. So right. she couldn't possibly be accusing anyone else. And she won't press charges if, she, if, she if her earrings were just to come up. Right. So then Stevie, being Stevie. amazing, <laughs> being amazing, is like, um, I'm going to go to the pawn shop, actually. So, But you're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> just and like, she it's like she chooses to not deal with the situation, <laughs> which honestly is probably best. Don't engage Moira right. <laughs> in that moment in time. And David, when he realizes that she's there, doesn't even care what Moira's upset about. It's just like, I want a towel. He's asked her thrice <laughs> now for these towels. <laughs> And Stevie finally right. agrees after right. they have a little conversation. After he goes, can I ask you a question? I think you're rude. <laughs> Which Stevie takes as a compliment. Right. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Yes, Stevie, and live your truth, man. She finally gets him these towels so he will leave her alone. Right. And he, she's like, okay, this is, this, is, this is my job. I'll get you a towel. But I'm not going to deal with the rest of the BS that you guys are throwing right. at me. No, right. thank you. Um... So then we go back. Johnny is back. And the Alexis. are back. Not yet. Are they not? No. They're not on yet. Johnny's back. He comes and that's immediately when Alexis. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here comes the next Worst freak out. What <laughs> happened for Alexis. The next freak out. Stavros her, isn't coming. Her shipping air boyfriend has just. Ended things even. He ended things. He broke things. up with her. He not broke only is he not coming, her. but he broke up because he, he broke didn't up have with time her. to get her for the party. No, that they were supposed to go to. She was supposed to be his date to the white party. to the white. Party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just, haven't even talked about that anyway. <laughs> going with Mary Kate because Mary Kate had they plane share the plane. The they share the plane. Who knows? <laughs> so Stavros is not coming. Alexis realizes that this is her reality now. Yeah. So she just starts to process that she yep. is stuck here while the rest of them have been doing it yep. all day. See, but here, she's not even processing that she has to stay here. She's processing Stavros. Well, that... Because then we come to the ending scene when they're all in the hotel, mm-hmm. the motel. David is just showered and she's like sitting... With that blanket wrapped around oh, her. That's right. The doors aren't because David's hair was air drying when John right. asked for help. And, John, and then, David was just not going to help Johnny with what the is doors. Moira my hair. Saying? My hair. Moira was like, oh, just grab a hammer and nail that this coffin shut. <laughs> right. God, she's just oh. gold. Everything she says is perfect. It's hilarious. So they're there, and Alexis is with that. Blanket wrapped around her, distraught because Stavros has broken up with her. She's right. not distraught that she's there anymore. Yet, that's true. She's distraught that Stavros has broken up with her. And everything she says, like the fact that like he never picked her up from Rio, something about getting arrested. He's already broken up with her five times in the three months they've been um, together. Earlier they had talked about he like thought about possibly maybe in the future one day telling her that he loved her. Right. <laughs> Even though she's already said it to him. Right. Because in their conversation earlier... One of my favorite moments. Okay. 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 Love you. Bye. The okays. And that's a testament definitely to her acting because how many okays? What is he possibly saying on the other end? Exactly. But like she kept that conversation entertaining. She sure did. As David was like, 
looking at her, at her get off freaking the phone. out what is happening yep so she's just upset distraught <clears throat> and it's cute because david's like just never say this to anyone ever just don't ever yeah just stop it johnny comes in and he's trying to be a supportive dad right he's trying to be but johnny just doesn't know what to say at mm. at times no he doesn't. And the kids are not having it. They're like, no, no goodbye. He Thank gives you. this whole speech about how they're right. strong and they're going to get through right. it together. And Moira tr- just wants to... Oh, sorry. David just wants to sleep. Yes. And then Moira, Moira's following him and she's trying to be supportive. And then she's like, but please, Alexis, shut up. <laughs> and yeah. then she just walks out. Right. She's done. She's like, no, I can't do this no, anymore. <laughs> her maternal instinct did not kick Nope. In. And, then, and then Johnny gives up. He's like, all right, well, this was... This was useless. Right. I'm going to just go back into right. my room. And then the ending shot is just the motel, and you hear Moira say the best thing. Just one last <laughs> please kill me now line right. Moira way. Let's all pray that we don't wake up. <laughs> because what a day. What? what or nightmare. however long that's been. It's just a nightmare. Right. That's, like, shocking to the system. It hasn't even fully hit them yet no. that their life They're stuck here forever is for changed. Seemingly forever. Yep. So that's so, the play by play. Is a lot. It was long, but here we are. Episode. A lot happened in that a one episode. Though. Well, it's the pilot. They have to introduce Everything. as much as possible, yeah. right? Um, it's a good sense yeah. of what the show is about and, and who everyone is and how hilarious it's right. gonna be. I it's was laughing gold. Non-stop. It's gold. Love this episode. Um, so now we can move on to like our like fun facts. Our little fun facts. Our fun facts. Yeah, now we-, we don't know what to call these yet. I have ideas, but we don't really like them, so we just are just <laughs> gonna go with our fun facts for now. Yes. Um. So let's see. Um. I, I we think I fun- did the one about how their family. It's oh, it's a family show. affair. We yeah. did talk about Moira a little bit. We can talk about Moira a little bit more. I can say that. Um. My this is my favorite. Uh. She. Moira wears a lot of black and white mm-hmm. and a lot of black and white stripe, yes. and apparently that's an homage to her character. Delia and Beetlejuice. So cool. Love that movie. Love Delia and Beetlejuice. That is just one of my favorites. She's always been hilarious and dramatic, and she's just so good at that, like, frantic energy. Yeah. So great. So I love Beetlejuice. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I love that they brought that um, to the show. Yeah, that one's really cool. Um, what else is interesting? We already talked about how, like, it's an ambiguous location on purpose. Right. Um, so that, like, everyone can connect to it. Um, we haven't talked about this actually. So the pilot episode, um, we had Alexis Rose was actually played by an Abby Elliott, who I found out is mm-hmm. actually Chris Elliott's daughter. The oh, that plays Roland. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. Would have been a family affair. Oh, that would have been a family yeah. affair, but then it didn't work out. So when when the show got picked up, they had to switch it over to Annie. Um, which, and I don't know, I'm sure Abby did a great job, but like, I, I it was love, a scheduling thing. I right. Think. It was yeah. a scheduling thing, but I love Annie. Annie. I love Annie. She's spectacular. She's amazing. And like, I will talk to the ends of the earth about how Annie is probably my favorite actress of them. Not that no, not that not all of them are amazing, right. but Annie is We'll talk about it. We'll get it's there. We'll get there as we continue. Just everything. Everything the motions, she does. Her faces, mm-hmm. the voices she uses. It's her reaction. It's, and I think that's mm-hmm. why I love about her is that like everyone's amazing at developing their character, but I think Alexis is 
Alexis Annie, is really good at also reacting and being there in the moment when she's not speaking. Yeah. And, and she can pull you and your attention toward her even when she's not speaking. Yeah. And I just love that about her. She's love her. Um, Dan Levy. Okay, we can talk about like his like thought or idea how it how came, came about, the, which I yeah. thought was awesome. So I guess his idea came from watching the Kardashians. Of all the things. Of all the things. But then he just was like, you know what? What would happen if they lost everything and lost all of their mm-hmm. money? And that's really how the show was created. And I think that's awesome. That is an interesting thought to to see, mm-hmm. like, what makes a person when they don't have money, money and power and right. everything. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately the lesson that they're going mm-hmm. for in the show. So I'm so excited to keep going with this because, I mean, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, um, so there's that. Um, Dan Levy also talks about how Stevie is technically, like, written as the audience eyes. And so she has all of this sass and all of these, like, this inner monologue that the audience is probably thinking. Right. She says it. She says it to their face. (laughs) To their face about them, around them. Yeah. Doesn't care. And just just does it. Right. It's hilarious, and I love yeah. that. She, and, it, and it's funny because, like, it, it's true. Like, I'll think something, and I'll react in my own thought process, and then I hear her say something like it, and I'm like, yeah. you're right. That's what we're thinking. <laughs> you tell him. You tell him, Stevie. <laughs> right. Um, what else was interesting? Oh, I thought it was interesting that, so the first scene when they're in the mansion, that whole scene, mm-hmm. that was the last day of the shoot. Really? They shot that last, which is super cool, and I guess the whole crew got dressed up in fancy clothes to, to have fun, fun with it or whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's like the only, that's like fun facts that I could find that don't give away too much <laughs> too much in the future. Yeah, because obviously, guys, we've seen the whole show. Like, we're caught up. We <laughs> but we're trying to go so episode by episode. Season. We're trying really hard. <clears throat> um, okay, so there's our fun facts for this episode. But one thing we really want to do for everything is for every episode, we want to choose a standout shit. Right. We each get to choose a standout shit. So it's basically like the person who like, had the funniest moment or like was in our favorite scene or had like our favorite line or just something in that episode where we're just like, that's our, that's our moment for that. Um, we want to have a favorite moment. Um, so do you want to do those? Sure. Sure. Okay. So who's your standout shit for the first episode? For me, I don't Uh know why, but it's always been the moment between David and Alexis when they first get off the bus (laughs) Alexis is still like having her conversation with mm-hmm. Stavros and she starts to say something mm-hmm. and David is instantly like shut up <laughs> and then they have that whole back and forth of the shut up shut up yep. you shut up mm-hmm. I just thought that was really funny <laughs> I cannot explain why but that's just it reminded me it of how just... my brother and I used to fight yeah like over nothing okay. for no reason just shut up leave me alone that's not the first that's not the only time they do that in the episode too they have that it. other one David you get murdered first. No, you get murdered first. As they're moving suitcase from bed right, to bed. Right, right. Which I guess, so that's not necessarily an improv line, but I guess one of the things that they say about the writing is that like everything is scripted, but they do shoot multiple things, trying different responses and different mm-hmm. lines. And so that was one that they came up with while shooting was you get murdered first. No, you get murdered first. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But I love how they fight like that. And his last shut it is like a shut, shut up. <laughs> 
he like takes his time and is like yeah. really trying to emphasize. And his eye gets all like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like half closing. It's like closing. So, so funny. Okay. That is my moment. What's okay. your moment? Right okay, now? so my standout shit is definitely Moira this week. And I think it's Moira okay. for a couple of reasons. One, Which? she's the first and the last rose to speak in the episode. The first thing you hear is her go, ah, oh, her I've been gutted. Like, that's the first rose you hear. Yes. And then she's the last one saying, let's all pray. We don't wake up. Yes. <laughs> so that's, I love her for that. She's just like the, the introduction to the drama of this family. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. Um, plus, I love her freak out moment with the light bulb and the, her spoon moment. Her spoon it moment. is just. I was dying when I, the first <laughs> time that I watched that, I was rolling on the couch. I know you believe me. I, I do. <laughs> I, I was, was not there, but I can see it. Dying. I was by myself, and that's probably why I was just like, I lost it. <laughs> it it was the though. best thing. So she's my standout shit for the week. I just, I love Moira. Very much connected to her drama. I'm dramatic myself. If you don't yes. know me, that's something that you'll learn <laughs> very quickly. I'm dramatic. That's fine. Um, and then do we want to talk about our favorite moment? Was that it? Favorite moment, favorite scene? We can talk about that. Why don't you go first? Okay. So I think my favorite scene was when Alexis tells David that she's going to go with Stavros. We already kind of touched on this we when we were the vomit soaked dump that you guys was the moment i realized this show was gonna be a big part of my life (laughs) and my daily excuse me my daily laughter um and it was just connected to david david's drama with alexis's perfect response um david (laughs) just like the writing of it was gold that i think that's just my favorite scene of this episode in total just it was the moment where I was like, yes, Shits Creek. <laughs> You're <laughs> it. <laughs> this is it. <clears throat> yeah. I think I'm going to have to agree. That yes. whole back and forth mm-hmm. between them was just perfect in their delivery of the lines. And David's yes. little crouchy thing <laughs> that he does was just so dramatic. Bend. They're so they're and so good at sibling fighting. They are. They're great at it. They are. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And they get along in real life, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Um... I think I think we touched on everything we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Did we do it, buddy? I think we did. We did it. We actually recorded our very, our very first, first podcast. We about- did it. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you had as much fun as we did. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave some comments and tell us what you love about what we're doing. Join us next week for another episode of Ew, David, a Shit's Creek Giggle Fest. So here are the opening credits for Our Cup Runneth Over. It was directed by Jerry... <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I just look so <laughs>